What does an Amazon unionization vote mean for restaurants? Details emerge on the Restaurant Revitalization Fund, and chains are abandoning their retail strategies. This is RB Daily, your quick look at the top industry news from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor at RB. The unionization vote at an Amazon facility in Alabama holds profound implications for the restaurant business. Workers there voted to remain union-free, but the defeat is expected to stoke interest in fostering unionization through legislative means. Check out the latest edition of our Reality Check blog for an explanation. Restaurants that land a Restaurant Revitalization Fund grant may be given until March 2023 to spend the money, according to the National Restaurant Association. What's more, federal regulators are considering whether to allow the funds to be used to pay for liquor, beer, and wine, the association says. Those and other details on the $29 billion grant program were revealed by the NRA as part of a new FAQ section on its website. Consumers aren't the only ones abandoning brick-and-mortar retailers. Restaurants are, too. McDonald's and Subway are leaving Walmart locations, while Dunkin' is leaving Speedway units, and Starbucks is shifting away from mall-based units. It's part of an overall strategy to shift more business to drive through restaurants that have thrived during the pandemic. Restaurants around the country went into hibernation mode for some or all of the pandemic, and now, as they're coming back online, they've got a long reopening checklist. They need to make sure kitchen equipment is ready to go, rehire staff, take a hard look at the menu, install safety measures, and much more to get ready to reopen. Punchbowl Social's sale is finalized. The company has been officially sold to its lender, Crowdout Capital, for $32 million. The bankruptcy court also ended a dispute with another lender, paving the way for Punchbowl to emerge from federal bankruptcy protection by the end of this month. The sale ends a brutal saga that has seen the company go from one of the industry's hottest concepts into one struggling for survival. Papa Murphy's and Cold Stone Creamery saved MTY Global last year. The pizza chain and the ice cream chain have apparently seen their sales surge over the past year as consumers ate more pizza and ice cream. That has helped a company that otherwise depends heavily on restaurants that operate mostly in malls and in office buildings. The two chains' performance now means that Canadian-based MTY relies most on its U.S. business, which now accounts for 61% of the company's system sales. Asian American restaurant operators are taking action against the rise in anti-Asian violence. Although many operators are still struggling to rebuild their businesses after pandemic losses, they are proactively launching campaigns to give small mom and pops marketing clout, raise funds, and donate meals to hard-hit Asian communities, especially in New York, San Francisco, and L.A. The popularity of fried chicken sandwiches is reaching worldwide proportions. Chains in Chile, Argentina, Thailand, the UK, and other countries have introduced their own versions of the on-trend sandwich. The basics are pretty much the same, but the flavors and builds often reflect the country's cuisine. That should do it for today's RB Daily, your daily dose of the most important news of the day from the editors of Restaurant Business. Find us every weekday wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Joe Guskowski. And I'm Heather Lally. Have a great day.